Hey guys, welcome behind the bunker. It's Monday night. It is, uh, sounds like I'm starting a late night show on the radio. My name is Todd Ansich, and uh, thank you to, uh, for coming to our paintball podcast every Monday night. With me, I have uh, Josh Zubizabrikis mm-hmm. and uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight. I am sitting upright temporarily. I may have to revert back to the floor position depending on how things go. Yeah, we also have his stand-in uh, waiting to go. Oh, yeah, it's right here. <laughs> There's the likeness. Whoops. And uh, My head just fell off there. Garvin Sharma from Turtech. That's right. We've started off really slow and stupid right now, so <laughs> I'm going to try to kick it up a notch a little bit. Thank you so much for joining us for Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night, 8.05-ish. Thank you so much for joining us, and do your part, my friends, by hitting like, share, and tag a friend or three in the chat so they know we're live tonight and we have a paintball show going on. So thanks for strapping. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Strap in, and let's go. And if you happen to have strapped on before the show... Continue. You do Monday you. night pegging. Yeah, you do you. Um, I didn't ask you guys before the show, and we'll move on quickly. But did you guys uh, do any festing this weekend? The last uh, week the of last weekend of the fest? No. Yeah. Did you? No, I was away, so I didn't get a chance. But I would. Why'd you ask, jerk? Well, I was hoping you guys did. Okay. No, I had enough. I did. I, I am still <laughs> craving. I'd like to have a, a sausage, like a Oktoberfest sausage on a bun, but I haven't. Uh, I, that might be something I have to go get in the next day or two before they're all done. You can well, go to the um, Concordia Club. Their dining room is open all around. That's right. That's true. And there's also a place downtown, Kitchener, that I think is still doing sausages and stuff like that. So my evening of fasting, I didn't get quite enough sausage and kraut. The next day, I still had a hankering, and I had to run out to a to our local grocery store and pick up some sausages, buns, and kraut. Oh, like did good you? For How you. was it? It was quite good. I always get one after the parade on Sunday or on Monday, but we never really got... Well, whatever. So, anyways, no one wants to hear that. Thank you guys for well, for uh, <laughs> being true. here on the show tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, what would you like to see as the next big paintball product to be released. And I bring this up because World Cup is just around the corner, and that's usually where most times people are releasing stuff at World Season Cup. New goodness, yeah. So hopefully, uh, World Cup will surprise us with some new things, and maybe you guys are able to predict that. So we'll we'll find out from you shortly. Um, next week's topic is going to be, and I'll post this up this week, so see, watch it for our social media, but what is one rookie mistake you could, would like to correct for new players? Um, so this week there's a show. Next week there's a show. The week after that there's no show. And that's the day before Halloween. And then uh, we're back to all shows until the end of the season. Yeah, so. it's Devil's Nights. So we have to guard the studio. That's right. Last year the uh, studio got egged, and it was not a pretty sight. So... <laughs> Were do cho- people do were chocolate, do chocolate eggs, though? It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, I told you we threw too many. Do people still do Devil's Night? I, I don't think it is as common um, as it was when we were youngsters uh, because of all the technology. Cameras everywhere, perimeter sensing. and Well, I think it's also like hazing. Like when you were in grade nine, going into grade nine in high school, you got hazed and there was like initiation rituals and stuff like Not that. Not me. Well, there was supposed to have been, but I, you don't hear any of that because I asked my daughter when she went to school. She saw none of that, heard none of that. Uh, they signed nine NDAs before. Uh, yes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, yes, uh, wishing Tracy Santos' son uh, a speedy recovery. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, he was trying to lose some weight, couldn't figure out how to do it, so they just took his appendix, figured that's an extra couple pounds he doesn't need. There we Maybe go. he sold it to finance his paintballing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and thank you to Archie Emmons. He sends us 200 stars. Here we go. Cool. Kicking Fantastic. It up. Money bags. Nice to see Bond Chick and all of you that are watching right now. Um, World Cup is literally just around the corner. It's three weeks away, four weeks away. Uh, teams are already starting to practice. Uh, make sure you guys get signed up. I don't know if you saw the cash money prizes, but there's uh, 40,000, 20,000, 15,000, depending on your division. So uh, get yourself a team together and uh, go make some money. Uh, you'll see me down there as well. I'll be working for Major League Paintball. I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing. I know I'm broadcasting for the semi-pro and then maybe on the field. So come out and uh, see me. Um, Exalt. Uh, we talked to you guys about, uh, they sent a, an email out this week. They We talked about the clamping stock, which I still think is one of their best that we've seen uh, this year. They've also released their Etha 3 and Etha 2 deuce triggers. Nice. As well as their TM40 deuce triggers. Ooh. Uh, but this is, there's the next two products I'm really excited about. One more than the other. I'm Let's excited. start with the first one. Yep. Goggle mount for GoPro. There you go. Um, I, th I think that's a great idea. And it looks like it's made of aluminium, so it's not plastic. It's not a 3D print. It's uh, it's going to clamp on your goggles, so it's going to be uh, sturdy. I think that's a great idea. Um, I don't know what they're worth, but that's that's my new fave product. Second only to this. Why didn't we yes, think of this sir. Before? When I saw that, I was like, yeah. A microfiber bag. And yeah, you could argue it's a goggle bag. Nay, nay. It's a, it's a bag for cleaning your paint. How many times you go to the local field, crack a bag of GI or something, and it's got oil in it? Uh, put your balls in that, shimmy it around, oh, where's my belt? and it'll uh, <laughs> absorb all of the paint oils. And uh, yeah, and even broken paint. If you have a broken paintball in there, that'll do a nice job of it as well. I'm really excited for that. I'm going to get myself one of those at Cup because I think that is that's definitely worthy. Can we get ones that say BTB? I think so, but if you look at the image again, sorry, I think it's you could turn it inside out and right side in so that you can use both sides. So I don't know that you'd uh, want a printed one. Like, I agree with you, but I think your idea is stupid. I think you want the double-sided. Okay. So Sorry, I just wanted to clean. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not sure who'd mentioned it. Like, why didn't we think of it? Such a simple idea and yeah. product, but why didn't anybody think about that before? Because we're stupid. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think almost Daddy's everything... little dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think almost everything in paintball has already been thought of, and if it hasn't, like, it'll be an earth-shattering thing. Hang on a second. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. Before we go, before we go too far, this, this is actual innovativeness. But why I didn't get like Pat to uh, sew some microfibers together, I just never thought of it. I think it's a really brilliant idea, and this is going to be a must-have for this season in my bag. Yep. <laughs> well done, well done, Ed and team. There you go. And yeah, Bonchick is part of the marketing department. Ball sack for the win. <laughs> the exalt ball sack. <gasps> can we get one bindle covered? Ooh. Like a little loop so you can put it on a stick easy? Daniel Emmons oh, said it would only be better awesome. if tiger stripe ball bags. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if Real you ball want... bags are tiger stripe to begin with, so I don't know. Yeah. But I think a microfiber would be the best. I think that would be your best material. Be uh, goodest, I'm yeah. sure they've thought about it. I'm sure they've done some product testing, but good for Ed and the guys at Exalt. Absolutely. Um, not paintball related, but pretty exciting nonetheless. Crocs <laughs> to launch the cowboy boot 
design complete with spurs. Are they metal spurs or would they be plastic spurs? I, I guess they'd have to be plastic. Spurs. I know, but I can't wait to see this on the next season of Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fake uh, snake skin texture to the croc, too. It's Wunderbar. Is Are they coming back, the Yellowstone? Are they filming it? Is I Kevin Costner even a part of it? I don't think he's a part of it anymore. I think it got murdered when it went to Paramount Plus. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. That well, uh, it, it, it was shot a, itself in it's the It's on foot, Prime originally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like they hooked everyone in, and all of a sudden now you got to buy an extra package. I'm, nah. Yeah. What's going to happen with that is, and especially for me, there's two programs I already want to watch. I'm waiting for another third or fourth one, and then I'll buy Paramount. I'll cancel something else, and I'll watch that for a few months until I watch the shows and series that I want, and then I'll just cancel it. I'm sorry. Uh, did we finish our show? Is this the after show right now? Yes, or? it is. Oh, okay. So we're going to move on. What about Fold-A-Gap? There, there we go. Sure. So snarky. <laughs> I, like that. I like this, Gavin. Gavin, you can go ahead and take next week off. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, Fold-A-Gap, November 3rd to 5th. I see a lot of guys on their social media uh, posting that they're going, and I'm super jealous. Uh, make sure you guys aren't missing out Get signed up. Go to foldagap.com and get yourself registered today. Uh, next image I have is from Joe. Is that in reference to your vault, though? Or do we do you yeah, want to that, save it? Yeah, that picture? Yeah. Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, so we'll save it till after the vault. Uh, so today, again, we're going to be talking about um, what is the next big product that you think would be uh, you'd like to see released at World Cup or wherever. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But why don't we go and check out Joe's From the Vault segment. When we come back, we have mail time. We have... Uh, the topic at hand, and maybe a little Price is Right tonight, so uh, stay tuned. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault. We go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I show you something that's kind of old, something that's kind of cool, and something you may not have seen before. Tonight is no different. Last week on Behind the Bunker, we were talking about whippersnapper goggles, and we talked about the Crossfire goggle system. Well, this is a a referee version or intended for a referee version of the crossfire this is a neon yellow one with some black soft armor on the bottom for those headshots that never happen uh the foam inside is is pretty old it's starting to deteriorate this mask is actually made in mexico when JT was in California, in, in Chula Vista, California, which is right along the Mexican border. So that's pretty cool. So this is a fairly old mask, probably, probably close to 25 or 30 years old. I'm trying to look and see if there's a stamp on it. There is, but I, I can't make it out. I'll try to decipher it later on and let you know. But anyway, this is the JT Crossfire Mask System. This came out after the Whippersnapper, so it did have integrated ear protection, cheek protection, and of course, face protection. Anyway, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. Pew, pew. Two, but whatever. All right. Well, anyway, that was we were talking last week about whippersnappers and uh, the JT goggles when they first came out, and then the yellow referee whippersnappers. I did manage to take a picture, and Todd has that of the date of manufacture. Can you zoom in on that a little, Todd, or no? I can only enhance. Can you enhance more? Enhance. So it's like enhance. maybe eight, I think it's 1986 date of manufacture, but I don't know what month because there was a six there. It's either a six or a nine. That's a lot of numbers there. But I think I think three, it's an March. eighty. I think it's an eighty. That's March. March. March three. 
86, yeah. March, yeah, March 3rd, 1986. I think it's actually Smarch, if I'm looking at it correctly. Is it pronounced Smarch? What are you guys looking at, too? All I see is like a, like a clock. There's so an arrow. In, in the middle, okay. there's an arrow that gotcha. points towards a three, and there's two numbers on either side. It looks like an eight and a six. That's The year is always in the middle. The arrow points to the month. It's a, yeah, I thought it was failing I think, my I think it's an I think it's an 86, March is date of manufacture on that. So... If you figure paintball started in ni- in 1981, and then the whippersnappers came out, you know, 85, 84, and then they brought out ear armor shortly after that, and then the crossfire. So that's kind of the, the time frame. But anyway, that's an American-made uh, crossfire, made in Ch- ma- assembled in Mexico, but the um, yellow pieces were made and the black pieces were made in uh, California. So yep. slide aside, Joe, maybe you have the answer for this. When was air armor mandatory for play? Um, I know in, at least in the early 90s it was optional. I, I think as you started to get into tournament play and people started caring about headshots, because there, there was a certain time in, in early paintball where headshots didn't count, but... Once you, you you took that equation out, oh, sorry about that, didn't mean to shoot in the head, oh, sorry about that, then eventually just where, you know, headshots became, you know, part of, part of the game, part of the elimination, you know, where you shoot people to eliminate them. And, you know, the head eventually became the most protected part of your body. Once, you know, once you had thermal lens goggles yeah. and you had some, you know, chin, cheek, you know, Forehead protection. If you wore a hat, then you you know, and a, and a bandana or a shema around your neck. You know, the head is probably the most protected part of your body when you're playing paintball. Now so. I know a lot of fields were adopting it as there was the transition from pump to uh, semi, right? So instead yes. of one shot, you're getting maybe two or three shots, right? And yeah. So people started removing the or you know, the, the option of having just goggles only, uh, and then having to make sure you have to have a, a face shield and then the air armor. That was a slow transition over a couple of years, but. All of a sudden, it became adopted. I don't know if anybody made an announcement, slammed their fist down, saying, or if it was insurance companies saying you have to have this as it's well uh, I, as it was manufactured. I think we were the. I think we were the first. We eventually went from like the Norton 180 safety goggles. We went to the Uvex um, uh, goggle. Then we had. We were the first. I think the first field in Canada to adopt the mask, and was the Woodstock mask. And then we had some. Um, whippersnappers, the original whippersnappers didn't come out with a field foam, though. They had the regular foam, so they took eons and eons to dry. Uh, Bobby so, Dow says he wore goggles until 003. Yeah. Um, I wore three. Full, yeah, I wore full air face protection because this is the moneymaker for me, and so I couldn't uh, I couldn't ruin the uh, the income. Yeah. Hey, true. quick shout-out to uh, Mr. Tank, watching all the way from Texas. Will we see you at uh, World Cup, John? Um, um, also, nice to see Sebastian Mounier. Hey, Seb. So, who's watching Righteous Gemstones? By the one way, other thing I want to talk about. We were just talking. Oh, sorry. Before I segue yeah, away. Speaking of audio, yeah. I just Seb, you turned somebody's headphones up, and they were mine. Well, I didn't turn headphones. It's, I turned the uh, I turned the uh, oh, this the is bed up ridiculously loud. I love how professional the show is. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I can't go on with it like that. I, <laughs> the airing of grievances happens all okay. the time. Oh, I just got over an ear infection. Like it's, okay. they're still ringing in my ears. Okay. Thank you. Well, I'll uh, I'll turn it down in just a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> so we were just talking about Exalt uh, before the vault, and we talked about the ball bag. Um, first of all, 
Any guesses on how much that retails for? Let's talk in U.S. dollars. So I just checked their website. I, I okay. just looked it up too. So okay. So uh, then damn, you guys are out. So it's just Joe, <laughs> Matt, and I. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty four ninety five. Bob. And I thought twenty four ninety five Canadian for sure was my guess, but it's yeah. in U.S. dollars, so it's different. But Joe, what are you thinking? Twenty nine ninety five by the tone of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah. And then as soon as I tell you the price, you're gonna get upset. You, Matt, you, you trapped me. What are you thinking, Matt? <laughs> Judging by the <clears throat> the tone of Todd's voice, so I got a mouthful of pretzels. <laughs> Are they making you thirsty? God damn it! <laughs> uh, Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so they're selling for seventeen ninety five on the Exalt uh, website well, that's already. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, something else I want to show you. So Matt and I just worked at the OPL this past weekend, and it was raining mm-hmm. all weekend. Another thing that we breezed over that Exalt has that. Um, I wish I would have had when it was raining is this. This is the Exalt rain visor. Yeah, buddy. And it's just a neoprene piece of material that Velcro's behind and it goes over your goggle visor. And it's not so tight that it's airtight. So it does allow the air to go out of your goggles. Uh, but it's just enough to keep like a, the rain from getting inside your goggles. Uh, those that had it on the weekend, people were super jealous. And it's almost like the Exalt team actually played paintball. You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, there's actually a yellow one in here, too, that's labeled Raff. Raffery. With yeah. a little bit of asterisk on there, and it says $14.95, or for Gavin, $39.99. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I, I, You know, I hate to say it, but I am going to stop by the Exalt booth at World Cup, and I'm going to buy me some of these. They're, they you look hate awesome. To say it. I think you, need, you well. just need to make one purchase. <laughs> the ball sack and then shove everything in there and walk out there you go that's maybe what i'll do perfect um thomas burke says the bounce caps are making a comeback as well absolutely one thing i, I don't understand and and i i get why it started but people are wearing and it, a pro guy a couple pro guys were doing this but they're wearing um balaclavas but they have the whole face showing so what would that be called so it's like a, it's, it's like, it's like a, that's a holoclava. It's like a, yeah, like a whole hoodie it's that goes hood, over, falls down to your neck. It's a hood. But your face is covered up. Uh, oh, like over. A it's a tight hood. It's a hood. Okay. Okay, now is it that Forced thin material? It. It, uh, it's thin material. So it's the UV. Uh, so it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a buff um, kind of. Like, oh, like the, like rash guard, like rash guard. Yeah, right? yeah. is so, it like yeah. an Under Armour one, like a wicking one? It'll it'll likely wicking? be mo- yeah, it'll likely be moisture wicking and uh, UV protection. Because so. it was big in rain. football for a little while. Yeah. So I, whatever. Good are, for people that are, are adopting it, but like Charles Charles and uh, Arthur Kennedy uh, in the chat has the name for it. Half a clava. Half a clava. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite have the money, sir. Can I just have half a clava? <laughs> Uh, Seb, it was good to see you, my friend. Yes, we'll, we will chat soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, why don't we move on? We got. We talked about the vault. That's great. If you guys have any suggestions for the vault, send them in. Uh, Gavin, you had a piece of mail. Yeah, I had an email come in. Um, so I'm going to read some. Not quite all of it, but it was a. Uh, it was quite fantastic. So I'll try to get the gist of it, and we will. Uh, we'll go around the horn and have a conversation. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, night games, right? So. Uh, this comes to us from Timothy, 92026. Uh, Timothy says, hey guys, mixed feelings with night games. They were better in the 80s and 90s. Uh, he started in high school in 88, 89, and would have mixed BB guns and paintball guns at the local golf course at night. Oof. He would play two-on-two, all at night, local uh, park. Uh, pumps and a lot of stalking each other to surprise, you know, surprise hits. Um, less than 200 rounds a night, rock and cock paintball. Um, so the field that... 
he actually started playing uh, na actual night games was Warzone near Corona, Corona, California, and teams were only about 10 to 15 people on side. What was Pump Only? Playing Pump Walk-On, I came across a guy with a very nice Chrome marker, and loved the setup, a bit jealous. A couple of years later, he was on the cover of APG, and his name was David Youngblood. Wow. Brush uh, with smarminess. That's right. So I had fun local uh, local field owner, but default. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so modern day night games seem to only happen in large scenario games like Decay of Nation, etc. But they just seem to be a dangerous place and a lot of yeah. overshooting and bad attitudes. But you can't keep me away. Keep up the good work. So night games now. I'm all about night games, as we said last time. But I was just thinking about that when you were talking... Unless a referee could see everything, like he had night vision enough to see everything that was transpiring yeah. and keep people safe um, and and officiated properly, I, I still not a not a fan of them. I know you guys played a lot back in the day when I could see, yeah. Um, and I think it's a it's I, I think recreationally, you know, just for people who uh, want to enjoy, you know, there's no prizes involved, there's no no trophies, no you know, it's not a tournament, just people who want uh, sort of the same mindset. Where you're not having to worry about cheating and overshooting and sort of that danger factor, right? Yeah. Um, so I think of like a Tuesday night mission paintball. If you did a night version of that as well, those who wanted to stay and play could play. Um, you'd know the people that you play with, you see them on a weekly basis, right? So there's no malice or animosity. And it's just people who yeah. want to enjoy the experience versus random walk on guys or scenario where you have large elements yeah. and different groups of people. That can get a little dicey in terms of uh, managing the sportsmanship. And it just takes one jerk-ass friend yeah. that just has a bit of an attitude that ruins the night for everybody. But also speaking which, um, you know, you, you mentioned referees, right? They need night vision. It is extremely difficult, obviously, <laughs> uh, for referees to manage the safety aspect of that as well. So any medical emergencies, any injuries, anything like that, yeah. uh, that is challenging. So it really takes, uh, you know, sort of the buddy system and making sure everybody is in the same mindset of looking after each other to make sure people are okay yep. in that communication in order to make it successful. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, hey, by the way, in the live chat, we have uh, Steve Tiffin. want to congratulate him on his first place victory this weekend. Uh, he played the Ontario Paintball League and uh, had a good time in the rain. So. Nice. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, Planet Eclipse, guys. Did you know that Planet Eclipse... From point man to podium, Planet Eclipse performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or when there's no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and perform. EG, the smoke grenade company, has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with battlefield brilliance, brilliant colors, and creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes EG. Arabs give inflation a whole new meaning. Designed, manufactured, and handcrafted in America by Brett Davis and his team, they have stainless steel hardware, thick welded seams, and will keep everybody in play all day. So get Arabs and stay up at Arabs.com. The Ruthless is a versatile crew of industry vets and innovative enthusiasts dedicating to producing not just outstanding products, but also outstanding customer service. Use the promo code BTB15 to score 15% off your next order. And now that our pants have got a little bit looser, we're going to get them tight again. Because Exalt is taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or pro-breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. I have ball bags. DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by some of the best. Light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. 
Ride 519. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, gravel, or on your way to the paintball field, you can blaze your own trail with a one wheel. And before you ride off into the sunset or sunrise, use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off at ride519.com. Bonchick says, whispers worldwide. <laughs> is everything bigger in Texas? It is at Tanks Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tanks hits its target every time with jelly ball, low impact, and regular paintball, airsoft, and axe throwing. Book your next adventure with the big man. Hashtag get tanks. There we go. Thank you to all of our great sponsors of the show. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be operating here, and you guys would be doing something much better. So thank you all, and I'll thank you to, to all the people that are watching. The garage is not going to clean itself, Todd. <laughs> yes. Why is the carpet wet, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's almost time for that movie. Too. You know what? It. It's only October, November. It's three. It's ninety days away. After show. Yeah. All right, and then uh, but the right, show we will not talk about pandemic. Show. That's there. another rule we're not allowed to talk about. All right. Well, I thought we agreed we weren't calling Gavin Pandemic anymore. <laughs> that was my nickname in college. <laughs> we just call him Pokey. That All was right. also my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get into tonight's topic at hand? And it is uh, what would you like to see as the next big paintball product uh, to be released? And again, World Cup is three weekends away from now. Um, what are you hoping to see there? And this could be a fictional product, too. Uh, we're going to watch you guys on both our YouTube chat and our live chat. And uh, we've got pages of your suggestions uh, sent in through social media. So why don't we have a quick look? I'm going to say Daniel Fournier has three different entries for this week. He says non-treated lens replacements for goggles. Hammer 7 version 2 revive. And Daniel Fournier ends up saying, new markers from Tipman. Would it be nice to see something newish like a reliable custom 98, A5, or RT options for Stormers Cronus? So he's got a lot in the think tank, my friends. Do you think we'll ever see a new product from Tipman? Honest to God, I don't think so. I think, And I'm not trying to be negative. Nope, I'm being I think, realistic I, I right think now. what's out there is out there. And uh, I think uh, the company has different ideas and directions in terms of where they want to do their R&D and marketing. Yeah. I think think that marketplace is being taken by other companies right yeah. now um i know valken has some milsim offerings that that are coming out or if not have come out um and rental alone planted eclipse yeah how are you gonna beat that you know what i'd almost like to see like i love the emf but i wonder if a, a, like an etha tactical Leds, if you're listening, an ETH tactical, because what that would do is it would have a uh, significantly lower price point, maybe half of what the EMF would be, and it wouldn't be mag fed. It would just need some rails on it with but, a front foregrip that has maybe a, I, I don't know, I, maybe not, maybe a stock. But like, you, could, you could party up an EMAC as well. You can. Um, but I think you if it was marketed, yeah, like if you wanted some, like, like I'm thinking from a retail standpoint, like if you, if someone came into the store and said, I'd like something, and this is to replace that A5, the, you know, the Phenom, that sort of thing, right? I feel you. And it's a one, it's out of the box. It's already packaged up. The retailer doesn't have to have add on widgets and stuff like that. And it's because people don't, people don't want to think they just want to look on the wall and go, Hey, that is cool. But I wonder if a tactical ETHA would be cost-effective for both them to manufacture and sell at a low enough price that the, the customers would Especially like Especially if that. it and takes the S63 barrel system. 
and a slight pause, a slight pause. <laughs> yeah, the SX3. Yeah. I miss the fiddly bits and customizing. I do too, but I think we, I think the gun manufacturers have sort of ruined that, right? Like, because it works right out of the box, right? Yeah. But think about it. Okay, so let's say a tactical Etha has Picatinny rails on it. Yep. Or what is it called? They're called what, the key mods. The key mods on it, stuff like that. Well, let's pick a titty for sure. You could at least go to your local store and buy a scope. You could buy a laser pointer. Laser. Like I know that sounds ho- like that sounds odd, but tack lights. Years ago, people would add to their Tippmann Model 98s or anything that had Picatinny rails. They would add these scopes and laser and flashlights, tactical flashlights, even if they didn't work or care to work. Oh, with they pressure, just looked with cool. pressure switches. Yeah, but yeah. they even looked just looked cool. Could yeah. be the hottest day of the summer, and you're out there with it. But it it's it would be cool. Twelve noon, you still got your tack light out. Yeah, yeah. Important. Uh, also, give a quick shout out to Moneybag Sebastian Mounier, sending 50, 50 stars. Look at you. Uh-huh. Must have sold a kidney. <laughs> so, I don't know. What else do you guys think to that? Do you think, am I off my rocker with Tipman? I, I don't think you're far off. I think Planet Eclipse is coming in hot with, yeah. you know, the they have the EMF 100, they have the EMAC, they have the Etha. You know, they have some mechanical high end, some mechanical low end, some, yeah. and then a mid range. They have offerings for everybody, Joe. They do have some offerings. If Tipman came out with another platform, if they did, what could they do? Do you know what I mean? Like, it all, like, I'm thinking if I was plan, if I was GI, what would I do with with the Tipman brand? I guess they could come out with a higher, I guess if you look at Tipman's Airsoft, they have the low, they have three, three levels of airsoft at Tipman. They have like the, the field, an introductory, then they have sort of like the Omega series, and then they had the super high-end M4. Um, could could they not, you know, leave the TMC the way it is since it's popular in both 50 cal and 68? True. Could they not come out with a, a higher-end a higher-end Tipman maybe that has a brake body design, um, air the air through out of the stock could be a little more refined so you didn't need necessarily need a a, a a small bottle but you could or you could run run the air out the grip if you wanted to run a remote and then maybe they could make it first first round first strike round compatible not that i'm a big fan but maybe shape that projectile compatible shape, yes. shape compatible um something that's frangible I'm sorry, Joe. I wasn't. I wasn't laughing at your response, which was brilliant, by the way. It was uh, Bonchick who was distracting me with. Uh, she sent 201 stars, and we celebrated Seb with his 50 stars. <laughs> well, now oh. you're giving it away. We are actually. We have someone going to the store to get a cake because we were going to celebrate it properly. But now you yeah. gave it away, Bonchick. Uh, all right, send the cake back. Way to ruin it, ruiner. <laughs> No, thank you, Bonchick. Thank you very much. Uh, that'll, be the, ne- that'll be another combo for Todd that he's not going to share with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get the upsize fries. Biggie fries. Um, Matt introduced me to uh, Five Guys on the weekend. The haven't restaurant. Ha- yeah, haven't. Ha- yeah. <laughs> well, this is Jim. This is. Yeah. Right. No, big, but uh, big gulps, eh? Yeah, haven't. Uh, <laughs> big gulps. Jesus. <laughs> But yes, anyways. Um, Dan and Hardy. 202, 202 stars. Ooh. Look at that. Oh. Why does it feel like a Jerry Lewis telephone? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, it, this show tonight feels more like Sal, uh, not Sally's Brothers, but uh, what's her face? Trying to pawn off uh, uh, sick and dying dogs. Sarah with Sarah McLaughlin in the background. Yeah. Thompson 202. Sally Struthers, was it? No. No, I don't think. Oh, she did these starving yeah. kids. 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was just about to say, we have an elderly lady on the phone who's worried about her chemical bank account. <laughs> um, Virac in uh, the live YouTube chat says, what about a DLX impulse? Yeah, if you think about DLX is smart parts, smart parts was the impulse. They have the yeah. they have the intellectual property. Oh, Empire bought it all, I think. Really? Then who came out with the amp? Was it under the Empire? I don't know. Yeah. I thought that's why they got the um free Stop barrels. it, Bond Chick. Did you see what she wrote in the live yeah, chat? I do. <laughs> Is there a way to ban anybody for <laughs> Jason Smith, when GI took control of Tip and they stopped being relevant. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say that to we um, oh, ask you, where does Tipman go? Uh, I thought Modern Combat Sports was on to something a few years ago when they came out with like the clamshells. Yes. That you could put the guts into. Like if Tipman came out with more than something that just like, like an M4, like a bull pop style or like a shorter, like. I, different styles, maybe even like a sniper configuration or something like that. I thought that would be kind of neat. Like use the same engine for everything, yeah. But then just have it in different bodies, drop, and you could just in. you could go buy your different bodies. So if you wanted to go do some CQB stuff, you could take everything out, put <laughs> it in, the, and then go from there, right? But, yeah. Hey, Charles Arthur Kennedy in the live chat says JT Impulse. I think GI had the rights to make an Impulse. They did a collab with Smart Parts. I think is how that worked. And Mike Thompson says smart parts will sue DLX if they copy their marker. That's true. Yeah. Um, hi from Ithaca Paintball, says Albert Hazard. Hello, Albert. Nice to see you. Um, oh, uh, yes. Josh Zubizabrikus in, uh, on Instagram uh, posts up something that I was thinking about t- uh, this week as well for the topic. He says 68 caliber paint. I would like to see make proper paint, size make paintball sixty eight caliber again. Yeah, or figure a way to make it weightier, because a heavier paintball is going to travel farther, right? You put ball bearings in it and uh-huh. marbles, <laughs> sand. <laughs> yes, sand. Ooh. yeah. But a proper size paintball again would be spectacular. Calmag. Uh, John Hubbard said a compressed air tank that generates its own pressure. I like that. Uh, Jason Downs says a new BTTM7, basically an Axe 2.0 with mag fed, standardized so it's dying planet clips mag compatible. Or he said a Vanquish 3.0. No. no. <laughs> That's like asking for a new machine vapor. Um, I just, I'm just reading what he wrote. Yeah, I'm not no, saying no, I, I agree. agree. I, I think the Axe is one of the most underrated guns. Oh, by far. You know what I mean? Um, and by putting that. Put, putting that in, in that, I think that would be a great idea. Uh, Paul Wigland says an affordable HPA compressor that can fill a tank in a few minutes. An individual compressor you could bring to the field. Uh, I or don't know if you'd like want... everybody well, walking would, around with time bombs. Or if you had, like, a pump, you could pump up your own tank, <laughs> and then you would... Do you know how many people, when we used to sell tanks, and I'm sure they still do, asked if they could buy a compressor from Canadian yeah. Tire or from like a hardware All store to time. fill their own tanks? You can. Absolutely. It works. You just will only get just give it a week 150 PSI. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, why uh, there why was, do you there, need there your own? There is one, though. There's the shoebox. I know, but why do you need your own, like... I, and this is maybe going for 90% so of people out there. So I can fill there. my own expired tanks without Matt giving me a hard time at the air station. Because most people are near a paintball field, 
right? And I get it if you're maybe not. I used to be. Then you're gonna want. Then you're gonna want something oh. bigger. Oh, uh, Marcello Guntek, Casa, thirty-five stars. Wow, this is a very starry night tonight. Thank you, sir. Maybe we'll All see right, you in go cup. Calm down and go on. <laughs> uh, Paintballer says uh, G7R. And uh, Kevin M. Osborne says a sub $1,000 poppet. Hmm. Yeah. Mel yeah. E- I had a couple people say that. Yeah. Mel Eager says a new shape round um, projectile to compete with First Strike and dismantle their monopoly. I think if you had a heavier weighted paintball and was able to crony it properly, you wouldn't need first strike. You could probably shoot just as far, almost as far. Yeah, maybe not quite as far, but certainly enough to negate a first strike. Otis Pfeffer, the second, not the first, the second, Junior, uh, says, uh, get rid of feednecks. Have markers and hoppers use a rail system where the hoppers flush with the marker. Bluetooth boards at work on an app for our phones. That's a good idea. That's almost... Empire um, Defenderish. Defenderish. Look, um, John, this goes hand in hand with what you guys are saying. John, so hold hands. John Romano, Gavin Sick. <laughs> I would like to see proper heads up display. It is 2023. Oh, that is great. I, I, I think we need to expand on that. And that's, yeah. But we've talked about that at Nausea. So I, we have. I honestly, I still to this day don't think it's needed. So I have a, I have a response and a response to the response by a friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, M- Michael Goodman says manufacturers that understand business and want all parts of the food chain to win. Manufacturers and stores, fields, and customers all together. And that was responded to by Mike Grizzly Grub um, of the. Um, I guess in the early 90s, uh, Gramps and Grizzly. Yeah. Um, Michael Goodman, you've got to remember, a lot of manufacturers now can corporately own and pretty much only looking looking to care for themselves as and their shareholders. Yeah. Yeah, there's less col- uh, collaboration and cooperation in the industry than... Um, than in the earlier yeah. years. In the early years when people were working together. Again, I go back to the interview that we had with uh, Tom Kay and Bud Orr, how they would go over to each other's shop and, and troubleshoot for each other. Yeah, right? help really, each other yeah. problem solve, for sure. Wanted to grow the sport, love the sport. It's clearly business now. Yeah. Not saying that's, that's not a horrible thing, but the good old days are gone. What about Jared in the live chat on uh, in there? He says, original blend for evil paint. Those, I mean, that, that was some of the best paint I've ever had. I loved early Marbleizer, by the way. Oh, Charles. Jimbo Agkin said the same thing. Marbs. Marbs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss Marbleizer. I miss Marbs. Charles Arthur Kennedy in the live chat as well says he's had good luck with U.S. made Vulcan paint. Um, I'm not going to disagree with that. They have two factories, East and the West Coast now. Um, um, Tommy Guns has one that I oh I had. A, sorry, on that note, did you see there was a post that Vulcan is opening up a new plant yeah, and they're hiring how many people? I think it was a hundred, like a hundred, yeah, something like that, people? or seventy people. I already put my resume. Oh, in. did you? Open yeah. for an interview. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I just didn't want to lose. I can that. see Gavin on the line making paintballs going, a little bit of sand for you, a little bit of <laughs> sand yeah. for you. But speaking of which, did you see the scab labor that happened uh, this weekend? Uh, Bud Orr was in the Vulcan, <laughs> in the Vulcan truck. If you can afford ba- Bud Orr to be loading Vulcan paint, then maybe Gavin will come work I'm for like, you. It's time, times are tough with the Orr household if he's schlepping yeah. paint. If you guys are anywhere near Newbury, New Jersey, and are looking for work, 
Falcons looking uh, for some paint manufacturers. What, go. what a good way to stay in the sport. Absolutely. Uh, Super Troll Jeff Thompson says, Antich Skullcaps. And he had an image of that. <laughs> I saw uh, do you that. have it? Nope. All I right. don't, but it's basically a skunk. <laughs> it's like a sock hat with hat. a bleach stain on yeah. it. That's right. And Bobby Dow says, Hey, Jeff Thompson, I can supply the pelts. I've trapped over 17 skunks and stuff. Raccoon and a cat. Nice. Joshua Strada says, GI Sports uh, needs to bring out a new eggy loader <laughs> um eli booth rainex treated clothing Ooh, that they, would be good the the u.s army impregnates their clothing with um they do a lot of impregnated they do a lot of impregnating but they impregnate it with um some sort of insect repellent that you know drives ticks away and mosquitoes away so it's kind of and your leaky gut syndrome is not service related <laughs> no, that's true uh, it's yeah. with permis perm permis and we can't get we can't that get in canada, canada but it's supposed to work okay and it's supposed to not be too bad but if you're a californian soldier you can't if i could smuggle that across the border i will you can get it as a spray and it lasts six yeah. or eight washes you spray that on your like your your boots and your socks yep and you're good to go yeah but if you're gonna wash your camo wash it with like your small child's you know baby outfits and stuff why does america have all the best chemicals i know damn <sighs> um jeffrey garcia said a gasless marker something electric which we should be talking it's about. still in the works right now falcon's, uh, falcon's got some stuff going yeah uh tommy guns says like one of those old school vending machines in the middle of the field where you put 25 cents in, you get a couple paintballs. <laughs> We're talking about that. in there like, in the middle of a firefight. But you got like the eight-year-old kids who are shaking <laughs> it. Basically, <laughs> they'll try to get more to come out. I, I had an idea for that years ago, unrelated. Do you ever go to the grocery store, and this is going back a number of years ago, and they'd always have like five or six or seven gumball machines and yep. then a couple that have like the prize tokens in? On the odd grocery store, you'd see they used to have dispensers that had this big flywheel and it had like a hundred slots and they were full of pens. So you used to be able to buy like a pen for a quarter or, or, or something like that. Not a popular thing with the kids, but it did exist as a product. I wanted to buy a bunch of those vending machines. I spent a lawful time uh, looking for them because uh, the bar that I worked at, could you imagine going to a bar and this is pre cell phones. You have to remember this, right? Or, or at the dawning age of cell phones. And uh, if you pick age up a girl, how do you you know, how do you get her number? The bartenders would never lend out pens because they knew they'd never see them again. So they'd always just plead ignorance and say, I, I don't have one, right? But a vending machine for pens at the, uh, you know, at the front door was something the, that I thought would have been the, the greatest bar thing. You'd be retired course. right now if you I had would. that, yeah. I would, The seriously. bar at the golf course, the I worked at a pen, but on the, like, the thing from the bank. <laughs> the oh, chain. yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the girl worked at a bar and she's like, I am not buying any more pens. Yeah, so people go like sign. You'd had that machinery, put the credit card in, and go, and then they have to sign it. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Guns PVM paintball vending machine is the future. Okay, that's not. Hear me out. That's not even a horrible idea in terms of like paint uh, distribution. You have tubes full of paint, and you you put your 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 debit card in or your credit card in. You don't have to worry about going up to the counter. And if it's a vending machine like a Coke machine, it, it could be, be refrigerated. Refrigerated. Yeah. Or at least climate control. Think about that. Yeah. You have that on field, as Tommy again was suggesting earlier. You don't have to run back. Middle of a battle, you just got to find yourself a vending machine. It's too bad you couldn't treat it like the beer store. Really, yeah. like you bring back a pod and you get your dollar deposit. <laughs> yeah, you get your, your, your out of the machine yeah. comes another pod preloaded with paint. We'll just get okay. a big fridge box and we'll put Milo inside it and make it like a vent with a window and you put <laughs> okay. in your money. For those open that are, the door, he's in there shivering. Now, for those of you that are watching, 
not listening, unfortunately. But for those of you who are watching, this is what a ballpoint pen. Uh, oh my god, you're still like. on the no, retractable. I just, I, well, you guys are looking at me like it doesn't exist. You know, no, I was looking on at a tangent. No, sure I was looking at you exist. like I don't care. <laughs> then, you, then you Google the image. Good for you. I have a retractable ballpoint pan. There you go. Did you pay hand. 25 cents? Somebody did. <laughs> well, you remember the Legion used to have the cigarette machine too? Yeah, yeah. And who buys pens? You just take them from the hotels. Yes, that's true. Just ask the bartender for one. Steal that one. <laughs> this uh, is a flag raider one. About time, Phoenix. We used to have pens. About time. Or the hotel where <laughs> Extravaganza is. Yes, they have good pens. Oh, Bond checks the got an idea for the on-field uh, vending machine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go to the opponent's side and empty their paint vending machines. Or you just <laughs> jam it. <laughs> yeah, put some slugs in. <laughs> just rock it until it falls over. <laughs> Why are there so many rocks in this machine? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's actually a good idea. For sure. Jeez. I wonder if people can... I, I think on a big game, if you're out there, if you could just say, hey, listen, can I Venmo you 10 bucks? Can I have a tube full of paint? Oh, likely. <laughs> people are going to take uh, their names off their jerseys and just put Venmo QR codes on them. Why not? I wouldn't even play it. Just go up like just packs of, uh, yeah. of, of paint. You see Gavin out there. It's like the Hunger Games now. He's you got a Venmo pack. paint to people. Gavin's hey. got a paint fa- facing back game. and front. And he's just yelling, get your paint balls here. You can sell know, tubes of eight for 20 bucks. I know it costs $5 to the counter, but you're in the middle of a battle now. You don't want to leave. Yeah. 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 100. Yep. Yeah. And if you had some sort of like a portable scuba tank. You could also sell air. <laughs> it's like a Dickie D guy in a bike. <laughs> Cling, bling. Yeah, 10 bucks for every thousand. <laughs> Top you up, sir. <laughs> yeah. We'd all be retired. We'd do now. better than my shoe shine business on the field. <laughs> all right. What else we got? We got to have some good stuff. That's it for me. Yeah. Let's go around the horn. What, what does everyone want to have? Uh, Thomas Bork asked for a Empire Tracer slash uh, uh replacement at a cheap price point. Ooh. Um, Devin Swartz, I uh, have a couple comments. Devin Swartz, a lo- the long overdue Tipman SL68-3 with first strike capabilities. Then I have Steve Zuck, internet platform used for sales, brackets, sans fees like PBN Facebook used to be. Number two, he'd like a paintball crossbow. Number three, he'd like a paintball a solar-powered charging station for markers and hoppers, batteries, four reusable paintballs and corresponding jumpsuits with impact lights, an updated new paintball video game, and I think that's all. Hmm. I like that. Those are some, those Douglas, are some good ideas. Douglas Technos Levy in the chat says, a claw machine <laughs> of barrel swabs, <laughs> microfibers, uh, smoke grenades, maybe vouchers from uh, markers or masks. But it has to be near the 50. So that they, they're, they're also fighting off uh, people shooting them. That's great. You have to earn the ability to buy it. There we go. Wouldn't that be great if you could have an actual, like, clock-controlled machine where the clock control is somewhere in the middle of a firefight where you have to do something, and it's part of a mission on the field. If you could... I like the idea of human claw machine and that we can just, like, if you pick up a player, you can drop <laughs> yeah. them anywhere you wish. It just goes on the opposite side of the field and starts plucking players. See, come on over the top and go, Mama, no! And you just start running. Oh. It might fall. Don't worry. <laughs> parents come to pick up their kids. My son's still out there. Let me go get him. <laughs> I'm not done. Yeah. Um, so three things that I thought of was... Sorry, did you have something? Yeah, I do. Okay. Go ahead. 
Uh, electric markers was already brought up. I think that's one of the things that I thought would be the next big thing. Uh, heads up display. I know that was already brought up, but I do think, you know, Josh, you said that you don't see their need for it, and you're probably right. But on the same token, everybody loves gadgets, techs, and 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 software things. So like, I can see it for tournaments. I know everybody's pushing for it games. for a scenario. Yeah, but like tournaments, if you're playing like actual ten man, if you had a count of how many people were still on your team on the field, yeah, how much, how many minutes are left when like uh, that'd be cheating with cheatison, I think it it would be unfortunately, but yeah, well, heads up display in terms of how many are left, the time of game. If you can't figure that out yourself, like, yeah, it's, you could put a timer up because it's public knowledge. Right or for the but rest. on the same token that'd still be cheating because if you can't see it and if you're not looking then I, That's I don't how know games like either but body counts you can't yeah yeah oh but for the refs yeah but um thank you Alan Martin yeah thank you the voice of reason no, no Hudden tournaments no, no radios no radios thank you yeah um and the other thing I thought of was what about maybe not a scope but like a little heads up on your marker that you look through that's a thermal imager. So that if, let's say, guys are behind a wall, uh, behind some trees in some shrubberies, oh even during daylight, you could actually oh see a thermal signature oh of them. Well, you don't like that? No, it's not x-ray vision. So why don't you... Why a thermal, thermal No. Why don't you have, like, plexiglass bunkers then? Well, a thermography no camera <laughs> shows you the surface temperature of whatever you're looking at. That's all. But to my recollection, when I watch television, because television is real, <laughs> it shows yeah. bodies and it Thermal shows signatures what in exactly yeah. they're no, doing no. and how many fingers that's they're holding up through, through house walls. It's not a thing. So if that's the case... He's literally roasting his own juices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, buddy. Good hey, for buddy. you. Jesus. <laughs> yes. I, that's... Uh, yeah. He had a Aurora Borealis located strictly in his in own his, kitchen. His kitchen. Can I see it? <laughs> no. No. Oh. Oh. All right. I have a few. Yeah. Oh, Joe, go ahead, please. No, do you, you go. No, I'm done. No, it's fine. Is everybody no. done? Microfiber ball we, were, bag. We, we, we weren't done, but it's fine. This is Josh bullshit that he pulls on everybody. <laughs> go ahead. Josh, I want Josh. No, I, have, I have a real one, though. <laughs> oh, a real one. I, I want Josh one. to go first. Yeah. Uh, Joe, can you uh, read the next one here? <laughs> go ahead. No, I want Josh to go first. I want a helmet, an actual helmet, like hockey style helmet for paintball. There's no reason why we can't have it. I honestly feel the way we have goggles now with this goggles, little strap, little thing dangling off the back is so antiquated. It's time to move on. Yeah, but they do have chin straps now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, and for like what? Black Swan event where somebody's mask came off in a tournament. Like, it's like, no. Why don't we have a helmet? Why? And, like, there's no reason for it not to happen. Yeah. It's more comfortable. They are extremely lightweight. They are. They're they not breathe bad really anymore. well. Like, they're, it's not like you're wearing a toque. Like, they are breathable in their yeah, life. And it doesn't have to be crash rated. It doesn't have to be like a hockey helmet. You're not trying to reduce concussions. You're just trying to have something where it clips onto your face gives you better visibility and better momentum like think about the size of the lens you could have in the front yeah you know what you if it was mounted to a solid you're onto something because how many extreme sports from bicycling to skydiving has helmets every paintball is still considered an extreme sport you got you got guys running diving doing things out there a helmet's not a far reach I don't think it is. I honestly think it would be a step in the right direction. So you're thinking like a motorcycle 
style helmet that has an integrated, but thinner, but but has an integrated uh, well, like you lens. Can, like you can get hockey helmets that have a visor. It's half cage, yeah. half visor, and the visor pops in and out, and it's like interchangeable. Like to have something like that that kind of sits in and around your eyes with like a like it would make so much I, sense. Then you've got things like like fog dock can be built inside of that sure. helmet. Like you've yeah. got cooling, you've got all I'm these. Not, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you, but the other other sports you mentioned are high risk for concussion or head injury. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. What, are, what are the stats are for for head injury for for paintball? I think it's ridiculously low. It's pretty low. But the more Josh talks, the more I'm sort of agreeing with him, but not on a safety standpoint. Like what he's talking about is something that would be more encompassing maybe more comfortable have more features be easier be like still breathing and stuff like that but be in all sort of one one unit and it wouldn't be like for falling out of a tree and knocking the back of your head it would be more of like uh i'm just trying to think of of like a like a like what do you call it like that's like a swat helmet almost it's like a bump cap almost. Well, but you're, they like, have you're bump not really right. like V Force used to have one. And they designed it. Had a so fan the Flex in. Eight had one too. So. The, well, then V Force had one early in the early nineties. Dan and Hardy said he had one. I remember seeing a brochure. But about I'm thinking it. like for the rental market, right? You put it on chin strap, two clips to the back. Everything's secured. It's on. To yeah. e- it's not just a flip it up, right? It's you have to sit there. You have to on snap stuff to yeah. get it off. Yeah, Alan Martin brings up a good point. He says paintball is an ankle injury sport, so maybe we need to have Pretty ankle. Uh, we need to have uh, <laughs> ankle Sturdy helmets. footwear and socks. Uh, Bonchik said, I made my own helmet to play Omaha Beach at D-Day. All that paint raining down on my head trying to climb up a hill. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and a helmet would prevent concussion, says Jeff Thompson. Uh, he speaks from experience. Uh, Darth Vader helmet. I, I, Keith Kissel says Darth Vader helmet. I don't picture something that cumbersome. I'm kind of thinking of somewhere between a hockey helmet, like a hockey, like you're talking about, but maybe something with better seal it around the eyes and something that you could have like ear pods in. And like I'm talking about just like a fixed goggle that could flip up. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, and hockey helmets, they're so light. They are. Like a Protec like helmet integrated baseball so mask. Di- Di owned Protec, but they never did anything with it. So that obviously but then does that like still seen, exist as a like product i don't think it does anymore i think yeah. it's sold back to van yeah we've seen how light bike helmets are right like something uh, with a little bit of a mask attached to like that is yeah. I, I don't think it's too much to ask so okay. i'm saying like phoenix had a point that i wanted to make as well like so we're, go wear a full face uh, full face mask helmet all day and see if you still, still want to play with it you want to have it like at least regardless of where you're on the world it's gonna be comfortable and cool right yeah. or else people aren't gonna comply with it yeah. yeah. But if but, we're also talking about futuristic things, you know, maybe you could have it air-conditioned. A lot of why doesn't Elon Musk have some sort of, like, <laughs> repelling waves? Maybe your helmet could actually have Starlink satellite, and so you could have Wi-Fi in your helmet. Then you got your heads up. <laughs> but, like, like, if you look at a helmet, like, you could have, like, a lot of venting. It wouldn't have to be an enclosed... So what would the purpose of the helmet be just for the, the goggle system itself, like the, the lens? Fixing a mask to your face that you can run, you can jump, you can oh, swing okay. your head side to side, you can do all that kind of stuff, and you don't have to worry about it becoming dislodged on a rental plane. Plus, you wouldn't have something against your eyeball, like your... your it's like not you pressing have that it's not foam sitting against, against your that. ears You'd all the have time. More of a, yeah. Are you talking angel eyes? That was very much sort of what you're like what, what you're talking yeah. about. Like it was protruding, much more fishbowl type. Yeah, a little bit. Like I was just thinking, it could open up your vision a little bit more and gives you more of a realistic. Yeah. Matt Santos says, uh, "Think is something more like like Ender's Game." 
And uh, George ha- George Hayes says helmet with front hinge, uh, low swing up, snap closed, and potentially made of uh, croc vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can make it out of croc material. <laughs> croc material. Um, Keith Kissel says get a soccer ball and cut a hole in it and put it on your head like a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love that comment. <laughs> Yeah, people with big heads can use a basketball. Well, at least he's covered it. Now, will his next comment have something to do with a football? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what he means by Ender's Game. Yeah, it was like a space. Yeah, album, almost fully plexiglass in the front. Yeah, you know what? Let me uh, let me see if I can load that image, and uh, people at home can see that too. <sighs> Sorry, we don't have to stop the show on it. I just, no, that's fine. I just I I would like something other than a. A mask to wear all day because you know, go to a big game. By the time I'm done, like my nose is crushed, my ears hurt. Okay. Where I I don't have the same uh, concerns you do, other than just being warm. So it doesn't like it is not discomfort. It's not uncomfortable for me. Just no discomfort. There's no yeah. yeah. So, so here's what he's thinking: something like that. Okay. So you'd have better view. It would be better than 280 uh, degrees. So Brass Eagle, like again, the, the Brass Eagle or our B loader, not V loader, the the Beast Force had that bubble yeah. yeah. early the early the generations. Or I don't know what they were. Call, I don't know what they were called. They were like um, they were hideous. Uh, and, I know and, what and, you're talking and about. And people didn't take yeah. to it, but it did increase um, uh, vision, right? Yeah, uh, and it, the vents at the top it was almost like an inch and a yeah. half, wasn't it? But it sashes his man up and take a hit in the noggin. Got to protect the wedding tackle. I. I I, I get it, and but for me, I'm not like I'm more talking about like a sci-fi thing where you can have a heads-up display. You can have like I'm thinking like uh, what's his face, Iron Man. You, you know what I mean? But you'd 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 have a full. It would be you'd have communications in it. It'd be all one unit, and it would be super light, and it would be have to be super comfortable. Just right? not like Keith Kistles. Now he's taking shots at me. <laughs> like a Bam! 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 <laughs> yeah. Look, angel eyes used to be used in the movies, yeah? Yep. All right. Well, do we have any more comments? Joe had a couple. Did we ask you? You got yours in? Yeah, 100%. We got your helmet, even though it wasn't real. My my thermal scope was real, but your goggles were. Yeah. Yeah. Joe? Um, I thought if you could come out with gelatin airsoft BBC, that would break down a lot easier than... Um, the plastic ones for okay. bio. I you thought- know what would be cool, though, is if you had, like, a little bit of, like, ink on the inside of them so when they broke, like, you know that you hit somebody. Well, You can laugh. You can laugh. But this is an actual conversation I've overheard at the paintball field airsoft players were having. <laughs> so then you have gelatin airsoft BBs that would break down a lot quicker. I thought it'd be cool if you could have some sort of mapping software where you get your image of, of your paintball field off Google or Apple Maps, you drop the software on top, then you can break it down into areas, then you can plug it in to, to an overlay and be able to divide it up. It'd be kind of cool that way. And this goes hand in hand with what Josh says. Why not design a paintball goggle for all paintballers and all action sports? It comes with two or three pieces of ear protection, one that you can wear if you're not wearing a helmet or a hat, 
and then one that is compatible with the bump helmet. So you can put on a different one. It'll be compatible. The bump yep. helmets are well insulated, well ventilated. They have a strap that give you protection because we all know MagFed, Rec, you know, uh, Milsim, Airsoft are all you know one step away from cosplay. Half the fun, not half the fun. Part of the fun is dressing up. So if some of the manufacturers would just take a bump helmet. Whether it's Opscore, whether it's Team Wendy, whether it's the knockoff ones, they're all basically the same. They could make a pretty nice interface with yeah. that and then even have, you know, fans in them. You That's know what would be really neat, though, is if you had, like, that bump helmet style and it had the um, retention clips like they have in uh, bike helmets now. So you put it on, no matter who it is, yeah. you the turn the little ratcheting boa thing the at the boa back, thing and, it and all of a sudden, yeah. you, now you've got it for kids, you've got it for Asian, you've got it for everyone else. Everybody. You got, it's like, well, yeah. like the hair Reebok, and like, no hair. And like the Reebok, Reebok pump. Instead of like the ratchet <laughs> system, you can always like create a little cushion. Yeah. yeah. Or it fills up with, you can pump them up with there. They do that for football helmets. Before like, we yeah, keep going my, on my your, your comments, it up. Yeah. Um, Matt Santos says that he uh, had bought an... Um, Airsoft paintballs about 15 years ago. He thought they existed. And uh, I'm going to just give a shout out to uh, Keith Kissel made me laugh. He made the comment, little wood pellets you can burn in your stove. Ooh, <laughs> hickory. I thought that oh, was great. While we're on that, Jacob Palomo says, I think the helmet idea is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. a boy. Uh, it's too much, but I'm totally on board with finding a better retention system. Yeah. Uh, Matt Santos also said, what about Crony Tech built into your paintball marker? That would be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That would be helpful if you knew it was regulating to its own. I like the idea that they tried to come up with years and years ago where they were going to put a chip in everybody's gun that was programmable and that would lock your gun down. So, like, it would already set your pressures to Crony. It would set your balls per second. All that sort of stuff, right? We had that with mechanical. And as fast yeah. as you could pull the trigger is as but fast as you The problem is there were play. people that could pull that trigger way faster. And that was skill. That was talent. Yeah. Yeah. It's something anyone could earn. You just had to work for it. Yeah. But instead, here we are talking about circuit. And I'm not going to bring up, I, I, I've always said this and I've always wanted this and it's never going to happen, but a trackable paintball with a chip in it. Like you get at Top Golf where if your paintball hits someone you know that that yeah, you eliminated them but that's not going to happen because like that just wouldn't exist. i missed gavin by three inches and my ball threw 45 yeah. feet past him yeah but then also you'd have stats like you know josh sought you know two cases of paint and had two kills do you know what I mean like that's about have, right gavin's you know, got this whole time in the dead box <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, Gavin. Gavin. Yeah, Gavin's gun was apart for seven and a half hours that day. I, I would like an alarm system that when I enter the mesh on the field, that would go. Dee, 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 dee. You forgot to fill your tank, and then I could turn around, and <laughs> yeah. fill it up before the game starts. Yeah. Um, Joe, you had a couple more. No, that was okay. I was three things. Okay, Those I just I'm looking at the things, clock. I didn't realize we were running a little bit long. We are. So we are. Yeah. Um, all right, do we? We're gonna unfortunately have to finish that there because it is already uh, ten after nine. And I won prices right again. You yes. did undefeated. Yes. Undefeated. Good <laughs> Yet job, Yet another Gavin. weekend. Gavin so, is so good. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> so Gavin's gonna take next weekend off. A little bit of a of a punishment. That's right. And uh, we'll see him back in two weeks. Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks very much for having me. It was wonderful to be back and sitting. Uh, Josh. 
thank you for uh, taking the time to give a well thought out uh, yeah. discussion point tonight. And uh, if anybody else has any stupid ideas, send them in. <laughs> Bond Chick says, thank you for another great show. Looking forward to the cake. <laughs> For her stars. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. The gato. Um, do we want to have an after show? Or are we? Okay? We can uh, have a, a quick one. I think. Why don't we have a quick one then? So if you guys are watching us on Facebook, farewell. Thank you for joining us. Hit that like and share on the way out. If you're uh, watching us on YouTube or listening to our podcast, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, 